Hi guys and welcome back to the Teacher Cast. Today's episode is something I'm really excited about. I think I start every podcast episode saying that I'm really excited, but I genuinely am so excited today um, to be joined by Hayley Quinn, who is Miss Quinn's class, not classroom, off of Instagram. Um, funnily enough, Hayley and I have the same name, but Hayley, how do you spell your name? <laughs> yeah, I spell it the right way though. H A Y L E Y. Controversial. Can I just leave this podcast now? <laughs> um, so Haley, if you want to maybe introduce yourself, maybe how we know each other, uh, what you do, where you studied, maybe, um, and I suppose your journey up to being a teacher today. Sure. First of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted and honored to be on this uh, podcast. I've listened to Aww. a few of them now and they're fabulous and you're um, a natural. Oh, um, thanks. But, <laughs> I try. Yeah. But as you know, I'm Hayley with an LEOGH. Um, I am a primary school teacher currently teaching fourth class um, at the moment. Um, it's my third year out teaching. I studied in Hibernia College. Um, prior to that, I was a midwife. Um, as lots of people know, if you follow my Instagram page, um, and uh, we kind of know each other through Instagram, really. Yeah. That's when we first met through um, a teacher coffee coffee morning that was online during lockdown. Yeah. And then I suppose we, like a lot of the other teachers, um, and I suppose we kind of then developed a friendship because we got on so well and we were quite and similar. We have the same and name. We both had the same name. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're saying the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I yeah. suppose that's how it developed and then we are still in contact and you know I, I definitely will call you a friend yeah Oh, thanks, Haley. You too. The first time we so we've actually met in person. Um, and I suppose the first time we met was it was during a lockdown, but not a very strict lockdown. But Haley, you had your vaccine and you were able to travel. So because you were a midwife, um, you you was not you didn't get the vaccine because you were a midwife. You were training to do in the vaccination centers, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. To be yeah. a vaccinator. Yeah. And we went to my favorite place in the entire world, which is. Butlers. butlers. <laughs> all me too, butlers. Yeah, so we and stood outside. Butlers. Yeah, so we literally... And they all knew her. So. Yeah, and some guy actually came up to us and asked, do we want to be on the radio? And we were a bit like, uh... Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. here we are recording, so it's funny. Um, But do you know what, Hayley? I'm actually just so interested that you, you went from a, a job as a midwife to teaching because I suppose for me, I... I I worked in fund administration and mortgage administration before I went and did Hibernia. Um, you said yourself you did Hibernia and this is your third year out, am I right? Yeah, so I finished in the April of 2019. It's my third like, full year teaching. So right. um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. and then when you train, so did you do the undergrad then as a midwife? That was your level eight, was it? Yeah, so it was an undergrad. So now it's probably around 10 years old, I would say. And mm-hmm. um, you can go direct entry. So instead, like before that, you had to do general nursing and then do an 18 month program afterwards oh, to specialize in midwifery. Mm-hmm. Whereas now the course, you can actually go directly into midwifery. Now you still need to do your general training and your general placement um, and your psychiatric and those kind of things. But you can, you get, you're a midwife at the end of it. So if I wanted to go back and be a general nurse, I'd have to do more time in college to get that general as in 18 months yeah. oh okay that's yeah. interesting um yeah and so I suppose when you were doing your leave insert then was teaching always there in the back of your mind or what was the reason that you put down midwifery so like I think 
actually when I was doing my leaving suit I kind of it's very hard for people to know what they want to do first yeah. of all yeah, I yeah, think yeah. and like for me like every other 18 year old I had no idea really like I knew I wanted to work with people because I love talking and you know that kind of thing and yeah. like you <laughs> um, but I didn't know what area and I kind of knew I wanted to be in healthcare but I I didn't know what specifically so yeah. I kind of I started I basically completely messed up my CAO and ended up with my sixth choice which was business best in trinity i don't oh, okay. know if you know business economics and social studies but i yeah, hadn't yeah. studied business and i just put it on there not thinking i'm getting it, getting it and then i did get it and i was yeah. like okay right i explore <laughs> okay go um, now. Challenge. <laughs> so then started it really didn't like it and then decided as in it just wasn't for me like i knew very quickly early on i was like i need to get out of this now because you know i i it's a, there's no point so i i got out of it then mm-hmm. and took a year out to really kind of find myself and really think about what i wanted to do and that's why i happened to come into a free because i was like it's looking after the well not like as many sick mm-hmm. and it's working with people it's kind of you know it's it's a life-changing you know, moment <laughs> positive yeah and it's like massive yeah so that's i kind of felt like i wanted to do something a caring profession mm-hmm. so that's why i happened to find my referee but you know like uh with like teaching in the periphery are quite similar i don't know if you think that but well, i do I wouldn't think know they are. yeah exactly no but i mean if you're looking at the yeah. two careers yeah like, yeah yeah absolutely I do think that there are similarities to them mm-hmm. but i think like when i was in midwifery kind of i kind of knew you know early on then i was like i knew my route i knew i was going to do teaching it was just a matter of like getting through the degree and then okay. you know and, and so you said you took a year then to figure, I suppose, stuff out. What did you do in that year? Yeah, good question. Um, <laughs> I, I still don't know. No, I'm only joking. I, I really kind of, I got a job, like I hadn't worked really properly in, like I work in got that, a job yeah. in, a, in a local restaurant, basically just waitressing. Right. And it kind of made, like got, allowed me to save money. Yeah. And then I also like passed my driving test um, and those kind of things. And um just kind of allowed myself to really think about what was right I didn't do any placement or anything in any kind of careers I kind of just Mm. took it upon myself to really think about what my next move was going to be like I was going to go traveling but then I was like "Mm, I won't I'll just see and just like save money and work and kind of build and I was able to like build my skills and stuff I'm sure you have yeah. done that with jobs and stuff being able to communicate with people and stuff absolutely and, you know that kind of thing yeah I suppose thinking back not that you're that old you're not old at all <laughs> but I'm just thinking like you wouldn't have had like Instagram pages to follow like you oh. know maybe someone that was a midwife or someone that's a teacher so I suppose now like if you were in I suppose the CAO position isn't this just fantastic that we have you know such pages and I suppose this podcast really um to help people that maybe are trying to think things through in that year yeah. you know um yes. I find that really interesting Definitely. um so overall then why why did you make the swap just because that that was what you felt that your passion was in and that you know job fulfillment or was it something maybe like I know hours in nursing and midwifery can be long like was that a factor or what what was your like long-term thought there I can't well see my mom is a primary school teacher and she's a massive inspiration of mine I think I talk about her like nearly all the time but that was um, my next question (laughs) (laughs) you're like hey hey, come on um but yeah no as in she's like massively like a massive role model to me and I kind of saw growing up how 
you know, easy it was to, for her to kind of manage the job and still be a great mom. You know what I mean? Right. And like, I, I, I felt like I, you know, I, as in having the summers off and those things were a massive kind of, and I saw how much she loved the job. And the more I kind of thought about it, the more I was like, I think I kind of would like that as well. Yeah. And it's funny because when I was a child, I would, I was like, I don't want to be a preschool teacher. People be like, oh, do you want to follow in your mom's footsteps? And I was like, absolutely not. not. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no way. Um, yeah. But then I kind of changed then once I got older, because I was like, this is actually a lovely job. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, the hours are lovely, you know, and it's not just that. It's like you're working with children. I really liked working with children. And like, mm. I wanted to, you know, make it like, like, as in like, I wanted to inspire people and, you know, make people happy and you know yeah. that kind of thing and I think that's where the turning is in like when I started to think about it more I was like this is actually the path that I want to go down rather than you know midwifery and I'm not dissing midwives at all I think they're actually unbelievable and nurses yeah. and stuff but I also think that the hours are madness as in in Ireland the 13-hour shifts going on nights all the time was is so difficult for a young person but also if you're a a mother if you're like you know yeah. I don't know how they do it I don't know because I was like I need to be at home I need my mom like yeah. I to be, you know for those as in like when I was on my internship and when I was working I was like oh you know and mm. I don't I, think that um like I don't know how they do it like yeah. I don't think I would have been able to Man, to yeah. you know sustain it for as long yeah. I think you have to really love the job yeah I, I I have a I follow a few people I suppose on my personal Instagram page that are teachers and I often see them put up like you know pictures on their story and they're like night two out of five or night three out of five oh, nurses you follow nurses did you say nurses oh, yeah. some sorry. are midwives as well I couldn't tell I thought you said teachers sorry sorry midwives so I say teachers um nurses okay. or midwives anyone that's in healthcare and they work long those long hours and nights and I honestly I, I fair play and especially like now with the you know the world we're living in I can't imagine the added pressure and I suppose as well we have added pressures in the classroom as teachers you know um, and every job does at the moment but I can only imagine those uh, you know long long days wearing scrubs and all this extra protective gear like fair play to anyone that does um, do it I think as you say you genuinely have to have the the love for it and um, the passion there um yeah so I suppose if there was someone that was listening in what would and they're, they're contemplating going from midwifery or nursing or something along those lines into teaching um I suppose your experiences with mid, with mid, with midwifery um that's like a tongue twister with midwifery yeah. um how what would you what advice would you give them and um, if they were thinking about making the change, yeah, I suppose yeah. that actually happens as in like, I have got a few messages about that. Like as in some nurses who are kind of like, I would love to do teaching. I just feel like, you know, they mm. feel like that they are, you know, maybe have setbacks or that they like lots of people are really concerned about their age. I think maybe it's yeah. females that we think that we are too old to do these things. We never are to change career. I no, don't think, no, no. you know, it's just about taking the first step, but you have to really want to as well, you know, I think that for me, when I was moving to the, like as in chain between the two, I didn't have any kind of overhead things that were, you know, that I was like, oh, how am I going to pay my mortgage? Or how am I, I going gotcha. to, 
feed my family you know oh, yeah. I had just me so I was like I can do you know you I didn't able have to do these worries and that's why I think people are kind of you know reluctant sometimes to go into a move career because obviously it's a big change and it's the salary is in like your your salary is being adjusted and, and things like that but yeah. I don't think you're ever too old to change career I think yeah. a lot of people do it now you know they move Absolutely. to a different thing I don't think that you stick in one job forever anymore the world is is that we're still learning and pe yeah. and I think as human beings we're kind of would love to learn more most people do and like adapt and you know that kind of thing mm -hmm. and I think with the likes of Hibernia I don't know about your course but like there's people from all walks of life yeah. and there's people of all ages as well you know yeah, and yeah. I don't think I think like if you really want to do something you can do it you know I agree um I know you mentioned that you did you've done Hibernia and I suppose you did it um in a, a normal world so you probably had your face-to-face -face days actually face-to-face um, were you still working as a midwife when you were studying with Hibernia and how did you manage that? So if I you was. Did. Yes, I knew you I, did. So sorry, I asked that question terribly, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no, so I so I, I was working and I worked um, because I kind of was like, I need a job. And at the time I didn't feel confident in um, subbing uh, because I hadn't had been on teaching practice yet. Yeah. And I also didn't want to give up the job as well because I kind of, like I felt like I was still quite you were, happy you were comfortable there yeah yeah totally so I did both then I was uh, studying and then working in the hospital for about eight months eight nine months mm. which is funny like yeah. the time the baby's born but um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but and then it was right up until teaching practice then mm. school placement one and then I stopped because I was like I needed to take that certain amount of time like that window yeah, off yeah, and then yeah. I wanted to sub because I you know I wanted to gain experience in the classroom yeah. um, this is because me I now. thought that was the right thing to do then yeah, yeah. exactly this exactly is me like now after now. school placement one like I the only yeah. reason I didn't sub prior was because we were basically in and out of lockdowns but yeah otherwise I probably would have been subbing because I didn't have a job but you know yeah. I suppose yeah. it can be daunting like I know like if you're going like a lot of people are like oh will I be able to still keep my job up I suppose generally people keep their job up to their first scope teaching practice don't they and then yeah. they kind of they're like okay I know what's expected of me now in the classroom goodbye to my job I'm gonna sub um, and yeah. Which is probably like, I don't know, everyone's, you know, opinion is different to this, but yeah. I think it's probably the right way to do it because you want to gain experience in the classroom before yeah. your next teaching practice. And it's all kind of, you know, and then it might help you at, like get teaching, your second teaching practice in that school. You know, you're, you're getting Absolutely. experience in Contacts other schools and, and yeah, for sure. So mm -hmm. I don't know, it worked for me and I felt like I couldn't, go, I, I kind of had closed the door of midwifery then and I wanted to completely close it then mm -hmm. at that time because I wanted to focus on teaching, you know, because yeah. it was it was actually very difficult Haley, when I was studying and you know working at the same time like I think people it's not for the faint-hearted I think but like I don't think you know going back and doing a master's in primary education is you know you you know yourself it's yeah. webinars at night it's you know it's I have a webinar tonight from eight o'clock till half nine for yeah. Irish as well fun times yeah. ahead but so it is yeah. tricky like you have to be Organized. motivated you have to be dedicated you have to be passionate about the job yeah. you know 100%. so I think I was going to like I was and I was going to the library on my breaks between so it just ended up being way more like as in I was not taking a break and I didn't realize how burnt out I was until mm. I left the job and then I was like how did I do that now I look oh, back no. and I'm like how was I going to the library on my breaks and then going back to the ward this makes zero, as in to do an assignment it makes no sense I wasn't mm. taking 
the time to like actually relax and I love being busy I love being go 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 but like at the same time you do need time to wind down as well yeah you'd mentioned Hayley that the um that the job has a lot of similarities to teaching so midwifery has a lot of similarities to to being a teacher um uh, what similarities would maybe if you want to name like the top three or five um three to five similarities of the job maybe or the type of person that you you'd have to be yeah I think they're both like caring professions because obviously Mm -hmm with midwifery you're caring for your patients yeah and then with teaching you're also you're caring for your okay. you know your, yeah. your your pupils yeah um like your so many you have people to have that kind of yeah, little people yeah and um, the kind you have to have that kind nature i i think in both careers because yeah. you know you want to and you have to be a good communicator as mm-hmm. well i feel in both yeah and um, as well as that, like, I think with both, you have to be a team player. Like, I know that comes across in all, like, basically all jobs. Because, like, uh, like probably now. Unless you work like, for yourself. Very few jobs. Like, yeah. and most of the time you have a team as, as in, like. Yeah, work, yeah, that's true. If you did work, yeah, yeah, never, yeah, yeah. But um, that, I think, like, another similarity, like, they're both kind of female dominated. As in, right. like, don't, as in, like, they are. Uh, um, yeah. There are more male primary school teachers as in like now and yeah 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 that, just but like the statistics. there's very little male midwives so yeah um and um, so that and then you know i suppose they're the main ones really the similarity yeah. and what would be the main differences the hours maybe yeah um, yeah and um the fact like as in with teaching you kind of are you have to do a lot of kind of work outside of the job i think you know in terms of like planning correcting you know they like resources displays yeah that kind of thing comes like meetings that kind of thing comes outside of school and you know with midwifery um there was nothing really outside of the job as in like once you went you went you know like you took off your uniform you changed into your normal clothes and that was it you you went as in like you still have the the stuff in your head obviously of like what had happened that day normally a lot had happened so you were like oh my goodness like you'd be going home completely wrecked and exhausted and upset, Ment- maybe, yeah emotionally you know, exhausted mentally, yeah. yeah but at the same time you wouldn't be kind of um like planning anything whereas mm. with teaching you kind of have to do that yeah. outside of the job so i'd say that's the main difference um okay. and obviously the hours interesting and yeah. what would be the hardest part in your opinion of i suppose both jobs just like the hardest thing to deal with um, like for me as a sub at the or in sub as a student teacher i'm the hardest thing i'm trying to to deal with or teach or you know the hardest thing for me to to cope with is, at the moment is i suppose adhering not adhering but um facilitating that's the right verb facilitating the work um in a, an appropriate way in the sense like you have you have such differences in students in the class you ha- especially with maths I'm I'm finding that difficult Um, you've got kids that just really get it and then you've got students that have never seen numbers like do you know what I mean I think that's really really difficult because I suppose in art or if you're coloring like it's not as yeah like differentiation yeah do you get what really I mean tricky. yeah no totally yeah I don't know. and yeah, I think that I totally am with you with that. Mm. Um, especially like um, if you do have a class of like uh, with a wide range of Ability. abilities as yeah. well, and then you have to facilitate for all of them in like you know those sub like numeracy and literacy. You know, I do think that it is it is tricky and it's such a challenge as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I also think like, you know, if you maybe have a child who, you know, needs to be differentiated for like just by himself or by herself, that's very tricky as well, you know, for different needs as well, because you have to facilitate them into it. I do think that that's hard too. Um, With midwifery, the most challenging part of the job is not like as in being trying to be able to trying to park you know the things at work and not bring them home with you I had lots of difficulty with that you Mm. know with trying to just kind of forget about it because obviously it's such a busy environment and And you naturally care you you know you're constantly thinking about and you can't it's hard to bring stuff it's hard not to bring stuff home because you know you're there for a certain amount of your like your life life, you know yeah yeah when you're working so like you're gonna bring things home and you're gonna need reassurance and you're gonna need you know to kind of debrief sometimes but I found that kind of challenging um Mm. as well and kind of also like being like did I do that did I you know like because I'd be kind of you know making sure trying to like because you're so tired and you know that you're afraid you missed something or whatever but yeah and so I suppose we're in a new academic school year now how are you getting on so far what classes is it that you have I have fourth class so I had second last year and now I've uh, jumped up to fourth and to be honest I'm excited about the change and the um challenge of a new class what class do you have for your second teacher practice do you know yet yeah I'm with sixth class oh lovely yeah that'll be nice yeah. yeah and it's the start of the year as well so they're basically fine. yeah they don't think they're on their summer holidays just yet um yeah but yeah, I actually picked only up my forms there today. So uh, I'll have to scan them and send them off to the college. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't met the class teacher. Uh, he wasn't unfortunately there. Um, I'm with a male class teacher, um, which I feel like, as you said, like, you know, teaching is dominated by women. Um, not that there aren't men. Of course, there are. I've worked with lots of men in different schools, but I'm actually excited to see you know, teaching from a male perspective, you know, yeah. and see the influence that he has on the class, and especially with yeah. sixth class, because sixth class, they're, they're mature little, almost teenagers, you know, or yeah. ki- mature kids. They're not mature teenagers. They're mature children that are going into, you know, adolescence. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see it. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose, like, the first day back, like every teacher, I think, you know, um, for me or the first few days that I've had back um, I've just been a bit overwhelming yeah. not gonna lie just gonna be really honest because I do think that that's the same with every teacher as in like lots of teachers in my school you know they're like I'm so overwhelmed and like I think <laughs> you know, if you're honest with people yeah. you know and you because I think that everybody has it together the whole time I I'm know. like she is fine what is she doing she looks great like this is great yeah. and you know, you know and then when someone actually is like I'm so overwhelmed you're like thank goodness I'm not alone you know and I do feel like it is a bit overwhelming because it's obviously a new class I'm also changing building you know because we have a junior school and a senior school like you know so there's routines and rules and stuff that are different Mm. in the senior school so it's just been because I have had first and second I was so used to like the rules and routines down there and like that age group so I suppose it's just kind of adjusting myself um, Mm. and kind of just getting used to it really um mm-hmm. and I know it'll be fine and it'll be really good to because like change promotes growth and all of that right. um but I, I at the moment I'm like still learning and that's okay mm-hmm. and I'm taking it one day at a time um is it Friday yet then <laughs> is this the eldest class then that you, you've had then because this is your third year out so 
this is the eldest yeah. class you've had as a as your own like class yeah yeah so right. I did obviously because of you know when you're in um like you're on your school placement you have to do like a junior middle and a senior mm-hmm. so I did have fifth class when I was on uh, uh school placement but uh I've never had and I've subbed in like sixth class and fifth class you know but yeah, yeah. I haven't had any class for a full year but having said that I loved fourth class when I was on teaching I had them on teaching practice and I absolutely loved them yeah so, so did I, I for my first skill placement I loved fourth as well. yeah because you can kind of you know do so much with them and you know they still you know but then they're still really excited about school and that kind of yeah. thing so I am looking forward to it um it's just a bit new you know mm-hmm. it's like anything it's just like you're just getting used to like okay how do I adapt to this and right. do you have a big classroom size? Like how many children do you have? Um, I have 26. Okay. Yeah. It's big, so but it's not like so, completely yeah. maxed out. Yeah. 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 But really? the classroom is different. You know, I, I think I was very lucky with the classroom I had last year and it was lovely and bright. I love light and like, I love, mm. you know, just, I had like two really big, like just basically windows on either side. And I was like, I love this. I used to come into my classroom and be like, oh, it's so bright. It's like a yeah. sunburn, you know, like you'd be walking around and it was deadly. Yeah, you Whereas showed me year, your classroom. It was lovely. Yeah, yeah. But it, this year is a little bit different, but like I'm trying to brighten it up with bunting and things like that. And yeah. It will be fun, you know. Yeah, lovely. And um, I suppose, uh, have you got any any routines that you're going to try and stick to or is there something in your class maybe that you do might do a bit differently that are something that you're trialing this year that you've never done before and like your routines like just you know especially with COVID and stuff like do you do they have like lockers or something for their books or do they no, have boxes yeah, no they have lockers when they're in um sixth class in our school they don't have lockers before then mm-hmm. I think it's just to prepare them for secondary school um right. but I suppose the compliment I saw that I don't know if you saw that comp- I think you did the compliment um kind of uh it's like a behavioral strategy thing it's like for my classroom that they have to spell out the word compliment oh, and yeah, you stick yeah, yeah. on and then you they get a reward yeah. I wanted to use that because I do want I think positive affirmations as you know as your resources lovely, <laughs> um, is really important for children as well as adults as well to be like I am enough I am great and yeah. you know and everybody loves a compliment you know like yeah. everybody does and when the children get complimented by people like their chests go out their like head goes up and you know they know. want they want to hear that so I really wanted to bring that into my classroom I had a compliment jar last year and it wasn't as effective as I think this is because they know you know that they need to spell the word compliment so I suppose that um and some of the things that I still am keeping because they worked so well in my like class last year I want to keep like peas in the pod and you know table of the week and those kind of things and helping hands and you know those things that I thought worked well and I think that I could bring to that class because it would be suitable for them too but I mean it's hard to know because I'm only day two in right what will work and like maybe I'll need to change something or maybe like you know I'll need to make it more challenging for them or you know that it might not be as successful in this class right. so it's just I suppose a wait and see and get to know the class really mm. the I'm just on your Instagram here so you have we got a compliment so each of the letters is is um I suppose cut out separately so is that yeah. a whole classroom strategy or just each yeah. student have a compliment like how would no, they earn the- how would they earn a letter just by I suppose someone giving them a compliment so for example yesterday one of the teachers came in and she was um 
you know, talking to them and she was like, oh my goodness, Miss Quinn, you know, like, I love the way everyone puts on a teacher voice and then calls you by your like, miss when they're in. Like, <laughs> I do that as well. I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Miss. You know, and, and then she was like, how quiet are your class? And I was like, I know, I'm so lucky. You know, you put on this, like, it's almost like you're acting. You're like, I know, I'm just like, so like. And were the shoes yes, then like, it's oh not, my God. We got Sorry, a compliment. Were the students saying like, oh my God, she's complimenting us. And then they're like. They didn't, yeah, they didn't really know as in like when they start to be for, more familiar with like looking out for compliments because that happened last year and they'd be like, she just gave us a compliment. You know, I I had to bring it up. Then I was like, was that a compliment? And then I was like, because we're working towards this. And then I showed the teacher. <laughs> I was like, because if you're giving us a compliment, we can start it. And then if we have this, we get a reward. And she was like, oh my goodness, it's definitely a compliment. And then I put up a seat and I have them on Velcro and it was perfect. Like, yeah. So then they, they worked really well for me and right. I gave them a compliment, but they were like asking me yesterday, can we give each other a compliment? Can we give the class a compliment? Because I think we're really quiet here. Yeah, and but I was then like, we've no letters left. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But I was like, you know what? You were really quiet. Maybe we will. But I was like, mostly it's from teachers or like visitors or something. Right. Because, you know, we spell it out on the first day kind of thing. So it's kind of, um, yeah, I do think it's a good thing to have in the classroom. I think it works. And yeah. It's working so far. Especially like when they're in like their Lena outside the classroom door or whatever. And, you know, teachers passing by and, oh, like you got you know, boys and girls, you're you're being so good or, you know. That, yeah. And like, it's a whole huh? class it's yeah. a whole class reward as well which i do think is really good because it promotes like teamwork and those kind of things but i i think for my class and what's worked for me is like having an individual award system having a group one and then having a whole class one because that way you're still positively reinforcing them in every way that you can you know right, yeah. for different reasons yeah and what um, happens and then when they reach all the letters they get a prize and we need to discuss it's going to be like <laughs> <laughs> the, the excitement they get a prize they get a, they get a, they get a golden medal <laughs> they get a trip you so know, you, the... you have a class discussion then as to what you will do i just sorry Haley. i just find this so interesting because you know i uh, everyone's setting up their classrooms now the last while i know we were chatting about midwifery and all that but um, this is something that's just it's really important to me and I, I know I'm I am going to have chat to a you know I could we could have another podcast session together or um you know I'm going to be chatting to other teachers too but for me I'm just like nearly like oh my god like next year's my NQT year like what actually am I going to do because there's so many ideas but I it's the thought process behind it and how you implement it is where I'm like mm, yeah. good yeah. I get that but it, 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 there is so many ideas and there's so many brilliant ideas on Instagram as well. And like what would work in one classroom might not work in yours, you know, yeah. as in you see it in someone's classroom, you're like, that looks daddy, that yeah, could work for me, yeah. but it might not. And it's just really important that the children understand as in like you could do any kind of behavioral strategy or like reward system or whatever for them. But it's just really understand that they know what they're working towards and also that you know they know exactly how it works because there's no point in having something like the compliment thing if they don't know that it, when they need to get as in it's very easy to understand but like as in if they don't know that mm. then they they'd be like well, what's the point in this and they won't work for it you know yeah. and i also think that the reward needs to be something that they want like my class are obsessed with football they're already talking about it all the time they're like who do you support you know? <laughs> and then i said that i did play and they were like oh they're like yeah teacher. I was like okay oh but, um, I love that especially with like the other senior classes like when I'm subbing like there was one school I was subbing in and they were they were obsessed with football and I was like guys I don't want to brag but I'm actually very good at football and I scored two goals and they're all looking at me like she wasn't lying I was like nope <laughs> um, um, yeah but yeah I suppose like 
like you know tailoring it to them is really important because it's like for us you want to reward like you're hardly going to work for something if you you don't like the reward at the end you know like why would you want to do it you know so I think you know making it about them is really important you know but then within reason as well like I I also think like last year I was like buying so much stuff as in like for a prize box and stuff and I don't think that that's reasonable for you either because you put yourself under a load of pressure to be like okay we need this and I don't get me wrong that's amazing but like Mm. for me I was like putting myself under pressure because I was like I need to go to the shop and get all this stuff you know (laughs) yeah whereas it could just be like as simple as a homework pass or like you know as simple as like you know uh uh, extra playtime or something like that that doesn't cost you Mm. so much money and that it will still be just as effective right I gotcha um, so Haley, the next few questions, I suppose I try and ask um, all my guests if possible. So the first one is, what are your top three classroom tips? Classroom it could be tip. simple. Uh, it could be anything. I think like for an NQT or for teachers, don't be too hard on yourself. I think that's like number one. I think that yeah. that can go every year as in like you could say, don't be too hard on yourself like and ask people for help. I think that's so important because mm. I do think that like you have a bit of imposter syndrome and sometimes you feel like you're on your own when you're in the classroom as yeah. well, you know? So I think- Especially like, with maths, I'm like, I had, I had a student ask me today. She's like, are you, are you a new teacher? I was like, uh, what makes you say that? And she's like, and, but she, I actually, I probably took, it shouldn't have taken it. Like, uh, how do you know? But I, I was like, I should, I did then say, yeah, I'm a new teacher in this school. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, but, but that's like, okay. You know, I think like, you know, I children know. are going to, children are brutally honest, but they don't mean to be, they're just. I material, know, I you know, know, I know. So I think that is really important for teachers in general, like, you know, whatever age you are and whatever, you know, how much experience you have. I think it's just don't be too hard on yourself because, yeah. you know, that's so important. Um, secondly, classroom tip. Ooh, um, I suppose um, try to organize yourself so then you don't get panicked about things like try to make it easy on yourself to kind of like mm. loosely plan if that's, you know, what you like as in just try to get organized yeah yeah about things um so then you're not kind of overwhelmed and I felt like in my NQT year I kind of like felt like a bit like ah like you know I was kind of running around being like I don't know what I'm doing you know whereas I think if I actually sat in and be like no just calm down like bite-sized chunks and it'll be fine Mm. and so I suppose that as well and um, just have fun as well I think that's a really good tip like have mm. fun with the children you know I think when I was in teaching practice I was like kind of scared to have fun because I was like no I need to be serious and like let them know about you I think mm. I you know love knowing about my teacher when I was like you know in cl- in school and stuff and they love that because you're human you know yeah. and you you want to you know you opening up with them is like fostering a really positive relationship and you yeah. want to have a relationship with those children because yeah. you're going to be their teacher for a year so like or like even on teaching practice as well like let them know you're human like have a laugh and have fun you know I think yeah. that's really important in the classroom to have fun you know yeah it's actually funny I um we were doing a thing like what would I like my teacher to know but then I I started like modeling it to them like well I want my students to know that I'm kind or I'm caring or you know whatever it was um what is a resource Haley, that you cannot live without in your classroom I suppose um like my interactive whiteboard would be really important for you know my classroom um you can teach without it of course I'm not saying that but I think um my visualizer as well I you know have a visualizer that 
um Hugh, Hugh, Hugh yeah, 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 yeah. I have um, mine here. I, I, it looks like I an eye staring at me because I wasn't sure. I was like, the... <laughs> the... <laughs> no, but yeah. mine. I, I don't. It looks like it's staring at me all the time. I'm like, it's like it's always watching. <laughs> I should probably, yeah. you know, when I bring it into my own, I have it here on my desk at home. But like when I bring it to class, I'm like, when I'm not in this classroom, I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, this is my camera. Yeah, um, yeah. But I really like that as well because, especially for like you know, if you're doing book work and stuff, just to model it to them or oh, you know, yeah. show them. I find that really you know useful and beneficial when I was using it last year and I definitely will be something that I'll be using again this year I, I really like it yeah for that reason. yeah and there there that one in particular is really good because it doesn't need any software it just plugs in by USB it's absolutely fantastic like yeah just so and like a vibrant. lot of them for us we were doing zoom assemblies like school assemblies with um on on zoom obviously because we couldn't meet up and i was using that for that and like yeah. my picture was so much clearer than the teachers that mm. didn't have that and has you a know, light on it as well yeah and like you could see they could see so well as well you know so mm -hmm. it was it's good in that sense brilliant i know you said there like you were like of course my interactive whiteboard well i was chatting to one of the girls um in my course who did her placement with second class and there's no interactive whiteboard in her classroom in the classroom she did placement in i genuinely think hayley i would panic now yeah yeah i mean i don't use it every day and i i certainly don't use like as in like i don't use my i didn't i don't know did i use it today i don't know like as in some days i do like some it just depends on what i have like it's in like we were outside for a lot of the day today it's the start of the year so we're kind of doing fun activities and those kind of things yeah. but i do think like there's games and stuff that are so useful on it and like yeah. the children love kind of anything that's like cartoony or you know mm -hmm. that you can like and like are, is educational as well for mm -hmm. you so like I do think that there's a lot to be said for an interactive whiteboard in the classroom and that's why they're so popular in the classroom like I would have loved no, to I have know. one if I was in school do you remember we used to have those wheelie I don't know wheelie TVs you know yeah, and you'd be like oh it's yeah. a movie and it'd be so far away from you like this is deadly like, <laughs> being like squinting me like I can't see it yeah but I, but I can hear it anyway like, yeah yeah <laughs> oh no that I just think it's mad like I think I if I you know if I was subbing in a school now that didn't have you know IT like an interactive whiteboard like a basic interactive whiteboard I think I'd panic just because especially with subbing like you have so many websites in your back pocket that you're just like yeah not saying that there's things that I can't do of course there are but I suppose that just shows like 21st century dependence on technology doesn't it especially even it's eco-friendly with whiteboard markers and stuff like that do you know like yeah. the active inspire and uh, flip uh flip flip charts flip charts yeah. um obsessed i i love it and i love the fact i don't have to go and clean the page i can just click new page you know yeah. I'm, I'm a devil for just constantly swapping the pages over and over but anyway um, I suppose, Hayley, I just want to ask um, if you want to share maybe a funny teacher moment that you had. I, may, I might actually share one that I came across today. Now, this wasn't me teaching. I was in set for junior infants. It was their second day of school and they were drawing self-portraits, actually. And um, the teacher modeled on the board, drawn a picture of herself. And I was like, oh, I was like, do you have any hands? Because she forgot to draw her arms. And um, one of the kids was like, teacher, you look like a monkey. It was just oh like just so funny like we were always laughing like it was so funny that but, is so funny yeah um they're just so innocent at that age but is yeah, there any no. any moments like that where you're like oh this is hilarious um it's okay if you can't think on the spot i'm putting I'm you on the spot um 
I'm trying to think like like they do say like really you know like one of the little girls in, in before like you know she had a crush on someone and she was like Miss Quinn I love him and I was like you're like six like as then she was like I am in love with him and he was looking at me like what what is yeah. going on and I was laughing my head off and she was like yeah yeah I do I do like whatever. <laughs> I was like all right like calm down I was like I didn't know how to deal with I'm this. not and cupid yeah 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 exactly back to maths guys yeah um, but I don't know I do have had I've definitely like laughed my head off at like you know certain things that children say or like that have happened and stuff in the yard and you know they do say that's the thing they have no filter yeah you know they don't mean it but um I can't think of anything well actually because I was in junior infants again I only yesterday I was asking every one of them what do they want to be when they grow up because I was filling in a thing like they were holding up a picture of their name the school uh the age they are what they want to be when they grow up and what they love and um oh, some of the some of the jobs they were like one was like oh, I want to be Rapunzel I want to be a princess. I want to be a ballerina. No, this is an all-girls school. But there went some of them were like, I want to be some of them were very serious. Some of them were like, I want to be a firefighter, I want to be a doctor, a vet. But um, yeah, when I heard Rapunz, I was like, Of course you do. <laughs> but even um, like because um they are mad to know your first name when you're I don't know if that's like that in other schools, uh, but they love you know. in my school placement one, yeah, they were desperate yeah. to know. Like, What's your name? But like on um you know certain things sometimes like with lunches and stuff mm-hmm. in our school the first the and like you know christmas cards and stuff my, like your first thing comes up as well as your second name mm-hmm. and one of the children was like are you like the superhero hardy quinn i was like <laughs> no. i was like i by night i am <laughs> that's so funny you wish um yeah so i was like lolling at that i was like that's so funny but yeah um that's gas i i yeah because the way your name is spelled all it's sure of is an is an or um yeah, yeah i was gonna ask um is there a quote that you you live by Haley? that you know maybe that you think of a lot of the time or that maybe something you have in your classroom um something a quote that you enjoy um i think i want to say something like different i think like they obviously in a world where you know, you could be anything, be kind. I think that's a quote that comes up a lot. Hmm. Um, I see that I a would lot say, Like, yeah, but I'd say like, you know, everything will be okay is like probably like something that I kind of live by as well because like maybe it seems like it's not good right now or like even like when you've had a day in work that you're like, oh no, like that didn't go to plan or like a lesson, yeah. but like it all works out in the end. And like, it's even like going back to like, you know your the job and like going through that motions of like taking the scenic route and those kind of things and like you know hibernia mm-hmm. and the interviews and like maybe not going your way and then trying again you know yeah it all is okay in the end and you still yeah. get where you want if you want it you know and it all Absolutely. works out yeah so i think that's something to really remember important. yeah yeah um Haley, is there anything you want to ask me before we wrap up this episode um no problem if not I know we're friends aside from the podcast and Instagram which I'm delighted that you've been on this episode I yeah I think this has been a great chat thank you so much for having me and I suppose um what are you most looking forward to for your next teaching practice like what are you most looking like what's your most what are you most excited about um to be honest with you I'm excited um to see teaching from a male perspective just I know that 
I know that you're probably thinking, oh, but, you know, it's probably the same. But I think, especially with sixth class, I want to see the respect, maybe. And I suppose I'm most looking forward to taking tips from a male figure uh, in the classroom and seeing how I could incorporate that into my own practice. Um, Again, I'm excited to learn. I'm excited to see how sixth class runs, what's expected of sixth class. Um, so, yeah. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. It's in a different type of school um, to my first school placement. So I suppose, um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to just to see how the school runs for a long, not a lot, it's not a lot, huge long period of time, but it's a consistent period of time. Yeah, I think so. That'll, that'll be really good yeah. and really like um, useful for you going forward too. Absolutely. Hayley, if you want to finish off this podcast, maybe by sharing how people can follow you and where they can find you, if you have a blog or any resources. Um, and yeah, I'll end the podcast sure. then. So yeah, if um, you want to see more of uh, Miss Quinn's class um, and me, uh, you can follow me on um, Instagram at Miss Quinn's class, of course. Um, and yeah, if you don't follow me already, you definitely should. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's it. Thanks so much, Hayley, for having me. Um, it's been a pleasure and I wish you all the best with your podcast. Aww, thanks so much, Hayley. Thank you.